We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. If God is not just important, if God is indispensable in your life, then schedule every other thing around him, which means he becomes the hinge of the hub on which everything else revolves. Now, I will not spend any more time on that. A word is enough for the wise. A word is enough for the wise. What does that mean? Meaning you say a few words to the wise. And they understand what you are saying. In fact, for some wise people, you don't even have to say anything. What do you do? You give them a face. You give them eyes. You just look at them. They understand what you are saying. Mothers know how to do that. <laughs> Amen. And you better listen. If you don't listen, you get home and uh, you see what happens. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Where are we? Learning obedience through prayer. That is what the Lord is speaking to us on. Hebrews 5, 1 to 14 is our text. We're going to be talking a lot about obedience, about prayer, about discipline, about suffering. Mm, Nobody likes to talk about suffering. We don't want to hear about it. We don't want to see it. We don't want to experience it. But, no, we're also going to be talking about glory. Now, if you want to have enduring glory, you're going to have to go through suffering. There is no glory without suffering. And we're going to also be talking about the humanity of Jesus and our own humanity. Obedience. You either like it or you hate it. When you hear obedience, you either look away or you look and you are interested in hearing about obedience or talking about it. So, but listen to this, especially for those of us who are members of Day Spring Chapel. I want to point this out. It's interesting how I remember and even take interest in some scriptures that members of Day Spring Chapel have spoken or shared in the past. Let me say that again. It's interesting how I remember and even take interest in scriptures that members of Day Spring Chapel have spoken or shared with everyone else in the past. You know, I always, you know, reference uh, different people. Amen. He shared with us Proverbs 12.1, and he, he was very excited to share this. And I believe he has shared it more than once, actually, and I've referred to it more than once. Proverbs 12.1, very, very important. Whoever loves instruction loves knowledge, but he, he who hates correction is stupid. That's New King James Version. Now, New Living Translation says, to learn, you must love discipline. It is stupid to hate correction. To learn... You must love discipline. It is stupid to hate correction. And the message Bible puts it this way. If you love learning, you love the discipline that goes with it. If you love learning, you love the discipline that goes with it. How short-sighted to refuse correction. How short-sighted to refuse correction. Again, obedience. You either like it or you hate it. Or you either love it or you hate it. If you don't like obedience... It also means you don't like discipline. 
And if you don't like discipline, it also means you don't like learning. And if you don't like learning, how can you live? Let me say that again. If you don't like obedience, it also means you don't like discipline. And if you don't like discipline, it means you don't like learning. If you don't like learning, you don't like living, living a life. Institutions of learning are also called institutions of disciplines, isn't it? Hmm? Institutions of learning are also called institutions of disciplines, various disciplines. So somebody asks you, what's your discipline? What's your study? What are you studying? What are you learning? What are you in the university for? Actually, the word discipline is a powerful word. Now, let's remind ourselves of the message today, learning obedience through prayer. And our main scripture test is Hebrews 5.8, really so deep and so rich. Hebrews 5.8, though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. Speaking of Jesus, Jesus handled suffering with prayer, in prayer, through prayer, and learned to depend on his father. Jesus handled suffering with prayer, in prayer, through prayer, and learned to depend on his father. Obedience is learned. Obedience is learned, especially godly obedience, which leads to righteousness. Obedience is learned, especially godly obedience that leads to righteousness. Disobedience, on the other hand, is inborn. Doesn't need to be learned. You don't need to learn sin. You are born with sin. And you do it without being taught. It's inborn. You see, many learn obedience after suffering the penalty of disobedience. But it doesn't have to be so. You can learn obedience the way Jesus learned it. Through prayer, constant communication with his father. That's how he learned obedience. You can learn obedience in obedience, learning on the job. Amen. You don't have to mess up and clean up to learn to live clean. You don't have to mess up and clean up to learn to live clean. Jesus, as a son of the father, in the days of his flesh, in his humanity, and as a son of the father, again, learn obedience in obedience. Through obedience, he did not learn obedience after suffering the consequence of disobedience. What does he learn obedience mean? What does he Jesus, learn obedience mean. This is, by the way, again from Hebrews 5, 8. Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. What does he learn obedience mean? It means that Jesus was taught or instructed in obedience. Jesus was taught or instructed in obedience. You see, John 8, 28 to 29, John 8, 28 to 29 is very revelatory and instructive to understanding Hebrews 5.8, which says, though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. So John 8.28-29, to 29, which sheds light on Hebrews 5.8, says, Then Jesus said to them, When you lift up the Son of Man, when you lift up the Son of Man, he always will refer to himself as the son of man. The son of man. He always will refer to himself as the son of man. To identify himself with the people. To identify himself with them. He will refer to himself as the son of man. So he said, when you lift up the son of man, then you will know that I am he. 
and that I do nothing of myself, but as my father taught me, as my father taught me, I speak these things. Wow. Jesus says, my father teaches me. Jesus said, my father taught me. If you say you are taught something, it means what? You didn't know before. Really? You see, we always think of Jesus in terms of his divinity. Hmm. But now when we read this and we think a little about it, we realize his humanity. He depended on his father. Jesus had to be taught. Jesus had to be instructed. And he took advantage of that. He took advantage of communicating with his father to be taught. So he continued to say in verse 29, And he who sent me is with me. The father has not left me alone. For I do those things that please him. I do what he teaches me. I do what he teaches me. I go where he leads me. Mm. Obedience is learned, especially godly obedience that leads to righteousness. Our main scripture, Hebrews 5, 8, again says, Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. Obedience is predicated on sonship. Obedience is based on sonship. It's sons and daughters that have the ability to learn obedience and are obedient. It's sons and daughters, the sons and daughters of God that have the ability to learn obedience and are obedient. That is why the scripture says in Romans 8.14, it's a very simple one, but it's again deep. Every scripture has some depth, a lot of depth to them. Every scripture has a lot of depth. So, Romans 8.14, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. What does that mean? It means those who are taught, those who are trained or tutored by the Spirit of God are the children of God. It also means those who are obedient to the Spirit of God are the sons or daughters of God. It also means sons and daughters of God submit themselves to being disciplined. If sons and daughters that submit themselves to being disciplined. Did you hear that? You try and discipline someone that is not your son or your daughter. If they are big and they don't respect you, you know what they will do? They will fight you back. They will knock you down. They will kick at you. Who are you to discipline me? Hmm? But if it's your son, if it's truly your son or your daughter, when you discipline them, they submit to you. They humble themselves and submit to you. So obedience is predicated based on sonship. It's based on that relationship. So as many as are led by the Spirit of God, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God, those who submit themselves to being led, not to being taught, to being disciplined, yet to being instructed. These are the sons of God. These are the children of God. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, These are the sons of God because they submit themselves. You know, you can't by force teach somebody. It's as they submit themselves. It's as they give themselves. So those who are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God because they avail themselves of being led by God. They release themselves to be led by God. These are the sons of God. Obedience is predicated on sonship again. And it identifies you. 
That's what that scripture means. These are the sons of God. It identifies you as legit. It's a sign that identifies you as a legitimate, genuine son or daughter of God. As many as are led by the Spirit of God. These, these are the sons of God. These are the sons of God. Being led by the Spirit of God identifies you as a son, a daughter of God. Being obedient to him identifies you as sons and daughters of God. Obedience identifies you as legit. If you are obedient to God, it's a sign that you are a true son or daughter of God. Amen.